we've been in a series on Joshua, and we're in Joshua 6 today, and it's so significant because of our history. It is the story of Joshua surrounding the city of Jericho. It's significant because God had said, I've already given you the city. It's also significant because one of our members, John Meredith, diagnosed with stage four cancer, given two months to live, had a vision, had a word that he was to, that the, there was going to be warriors march around the cancer in his body. And he went to the doctor and said, I'm, I'm really praying that before treatment begins that half of the cells will disappear and the ones that remain will be half the size. And the doctor kind of smiled and said, that's nice. He said, John, just go home and spend the last couple of months with your family. Well, I'm here to tell you that John is here today. John, when he was, uh, the doctor said, John, this is amazing, but um, there are warrior cells that circled the cancer cells in your body, and we've really never seen anything like this on this scale. In fact, we're going to write it up in the Journal of Medicine. And I want you to know that wasn't just medicine that contributed to that. That was a healing that came from the hand of God. Amen? I want to hit a few highlights today because um, our time is a little bit limited. Uh, we've got Matt who's got to hop on a plane, so I want to make sure he sings this last song. But l- let me give you a couple of thoughts. Risks, risk brings reward. Had Joshua never taken the risk, had he never gone out and circled the city six times and then seven times on the seventh day, the walls never would have fallen down. And here's the thoughts. Risk always opens up new opportunities. If you don't take a risk, you're not going to see anything new in your life. It's risky. It's always risky. And risk establishes new limits in your life. You go, well, that wasn't so bad. I think I could do that. And that's one of the things that we found here at Influence is when we take a risk, God always honors the risk. Not everything we've tried has worked. Some things will live on in eternity as a colossal failure that we laugh about. But some things will last for eternity and will be defined by. You see, risk redefines safe in your life. You got a concept of safe. I want you to know when you take risk, it'll redefine it and you'll go into a new level, a new stage of living. On the way here, I I had this word from God that I didn't like. You say, well, that sounds weird. I said, well, not really, not when God throws something in your lap. And I kept having this word triple. And I go, triple? God, what triple what? He said, the next 10 years, I want you to triple. I want you to have three campuses. I want you to buy three buildings. I I want your income to triple. I want everything in your life to triple over the next 10 years. Now, let me, say, let me say to you, that might sound like just, I don't throw that out to be cute or to get, get you to clap, because it's a lot of work. I want to show you a picture of our campus right now. Um, Ten years ago, we were homeless. And I mean homeless. I didn't own a home, physical home. We didn't own a church home. Homeless. Right? 
And uh, we bought this first building, the worship center. We bought it for $2.9 million. It just appraised at $8.6 million, the one you're sitting in right now. We just bought the ministry center, $6.1 million. We raised $1.2 million in five weeks, six weeks. It was a miracle every step of the way. I walked into the lobby the other day. I hadn't met the tenants yet that we, we leased the first floor to. They pay about 85% of our mortgage payment, and I'm serious. We actually pay more for the rental that we have on, down here in the Children's Center than we're going to pay on the $6.1 million building we just bought. God is just arranging things. God moves pieces around. So we have our children's center, and that's our rental area that we have, just a portion of that, not all of that. But I wanted you to get a picture for it because you'll notice in the shadows there are more opportunities ready to be bought. We call those buildings and real estate for the glory of God. And so we're going to really begin to pray, see what God does with those and how that all works out. Uh, you know, sometimes we anticipate it's going to be one building, it turns out to be another building, but that's all by the hand of God. I walk into the foyer, meet the tenants, and they go, hey, we're so glad to meet you. We just want you to know we're a Christian company. We pray every day before we start business, and we had no idea. We were praying that whoever owned the building would be Christians, and now we find out that you're a Christian, and anything we can do to help you and any prayers you want us to offer up for you, we will offer up for you. Let me tell you, that is a miracle. Also notice in one of our posts on Instagram when we talked about the raising of the cross, and this is really a dedication of the cross that we have out front today, um, I want to just uh, give credit where credit is due. Craig is over here. Craig, would you stand up or raise your hand, whatever, right here. Craig is the uh, designer and builder of the cross, and uh, what a marvelous thing it is, and, and it is for the glory of God. We went from a nine-foot uh, or a seven-foot wooden cross that uh, we got turned into the city and they asked us to move it to a 34-foot cross that rises up above that they've approved. And I, I just want, also want to do a shout-out for, uh, for Gary Anderson. Gary, where are you at? Gary has been at, right back here in the back. Put your hands together. Gary and Regan. Regan, are you back there also? These two guys have just been nonstop overseeing this whole project, uh, giving of their time, their love, and everything that we might have this beautiful building that we can enjoy out front. Um, but all these things are for the glory of God. This is how God works. Many of you were with us at El Rancho, from El Rancho, and, and that was like the first six months. If you were here from day one through El Rancho, would you just stand up? I don't know how many of you are still here, but just stand up. Thank you so much. Um, thank you so much to our board, past and present, for uh, Lisa uh, and George Haynes and for the Tidwells, the Coliseons, the McDougals. I mean, just people who have just been in the game for the uh, Matt Pell and Joy and uh, current board members, for our staff members, couldn't say enough good about them. Um, gosh, for uh, John and Sue Goodwin. I mean, Sue has been the consummate volunteer in the media room, calling shots from day one. She's seen it all, put up with it all. John has been faithful. Um, just God bless you. God bless you. And every one of you, you're just, you're all the heroes. You really are the heroes. What I found out when you study Joshua 6 is the strategy always belongs to the Lord. 
You know, think of this crazy thing. God says, I want you to march around a fortified city 13 times, and the walls are going to fall when you shout. It's a reminder of this truth that wisdom is from above. You think wisdom is from below. It's not. It's from above. You always get it from God. And the thing that we've learned is the team is always more important than the plan. The team is always more important than the plan. You might have a great plan, but if you don't have a great team, you can't execute anything. And God has given us a great team here, and and I know it's a team that's really just positioned for the future. And then the greatest thing I've learned is follow the glory. The glory of God is really called by many things. It's called the presence of God. What God told Joshua to do was follow the Ark of the Covenant. The ark was a symbol of the presence of God. It was not a prison house of his essence. It was just a symbol of his presence. And when you give place to his presence, his presence will change the place. See, when you encounter, one encounter with God is, more, is worth more than 10,000 church services you will ever attend. You have to encounter God. And the one thing that has been marking us from day one has been the presence of God. That somehow you have an awareness that he is here. That Hebrew word means to come face to face with God. That's what the glory is. When you come face to face with God, it's different. Doesn't matter if the music you like, it doesn't matter if the sermon you like it, doesn't matter if you like the building, you come face to face with the presence of God, everything changes. The kingdom of God cannot be sought is another truth I've found without miracles. If you don't believe in miracles, you'll never encounter the kingdom. You'll live a Christianity that is all explainable in your mind and never transforming anything or anyone around you. You see, God inhabits your future. You fear your future, but don't because God's there already. And when God's in your future, It changes everything. See, because God comes with his army, and you rely on your army, your strength, you know, it's not enough. You have to rely on his army and his strength, amen? You know, we came here today to celebrate, to remember, to cast some vision for the future and see what God's up to. And I wanna thank each one of you for being here and being a part of it, because you mean a lot. You say, you don't even know me. I don't have to know you to say I appreciate you. Your very presence here says everything. It says that, man, I'm gonna take a couple hours of my life and I'm gonna go enjoy and celebrate the kingdom of God.